Welcome to Today's Issues, offering a Christian response to the issues of the day. Here's your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network. Thanks for listening to AFR. Fred Jackson joins me today. Good morning, Fred. Good morning. Great to be here. And Chris Woodward. Good day. How are you, sir? I'm well. Good doing day. your Paul Harvey. Overly caffeinated. <laughs> doing your Paul Harvey impersonation already, are you, this morning? That, you just now have to wait until the end of my segment, and then I'll give you the other. <laughs> That's the other portion. The other, the rest of the story? Yes, sir. Stick around, folks. <laughs> see what I did there? Yeah. Fred, you see what I did there? I you? saw that. Okay. Paul Harvey. Yeah. Good day. And now you know the rest of the story. Now you know the rest of the story. What uh, a broadcast. My mom was a big fan of his, and I remember listening to him when I was a little kid. And uh, Yeah, it's a uh, good oh, He good was times. definitely an American icon. He was on yeah. – Paul Harvey was on uh, – Chicago. Probably more channels, mm-hmm. uh, radio stations than anybody in the country. Yep. For, what, 20 years, Fred? Oh, at or least. Longer? At least. Was he played in Canada, too? Well, I heard him when I was in Canada, so okay. some of his editorials would be played. But when before I moved to the United States, we come down to visit my wife's parents, and I always loved listening to him. It was ABC out of out of yeah. Chicago? I yeah. think it was. He was, he was yeah. a Chicago guy, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was great. Great oh, radio. Harvey. Good day. All right, uh, trip down radio memory lane right yes. there. I think the three, the three. Uh, most significant shows the last 30 years for our side was uh now Paul Harvey wasn't an advocate necessarily he had some advocacy but he but he was you know he would frame things in a in mm-hmm. a pro-american way right. i guess you could say a, a pro-christian way mm-hmm. oftentimes then uh Rush Limbaugh mm-hmm. uh but as far as politics and current events and and making sense and of of things and then uh James Dobson's focus on the family yeah mm-hmm. at one time I think uh, focus on the family like I'm talking in its heyday yes back in the seventies and eighties and nineties mm-hmm. they were probably on more radio stations than any other Christian program yep focus on the family I'm talking about yep so uh, anyway. I know Dobson. Dobson was on. Uh, he used to be on with um, on CNN. Who am I thinking of? Larry, Larry King? King. Larry King. Yeah. He was on with Larry King a lot. Yes. Uh, his programs were played in Canada. Uh, so yeah, he was extremely well known and still is. Still Larry is King him. was the king, no pun intended, of the "I'm just going to wing it" interviews. Yeah. He always just kind of whatever the person said is the direction they were going to go in. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he was fair. Yeah. He, he was Larry fair. Larry King, yeah. Yeah. Did he? He passed, right? I believe so. Huh? I will, I will, let me use I, the I Google he, button on my internet machine. Be, I think he passed a few months ago. Yes. He January did. 23rd, 2021 at Cedar sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles, yeah. California. Larry King. Yeah. Larry Larry King was on radio all over the country. Oh, for, yeah. Yeah. For Great for Forever. Us. Was yeah. he like a late night guy? Was he like a late night talk show guy? Probably during the, was. during the spectrum of his uh, shows and, and his 
before his CNN, this was before his CNN days. Yeah, mm-hmm. but even his CNN show was a reflection of a radio show. Kind yeah, of, they brought true. radio to TV. Yeah, yeah. that was and before it was cool. It's just a desk and a and a microphone. Yeah, he would just sit there with his uh, with his chin in his palm. Yeah, and listen. Yeah. yeah, listen to which uh, sometimes is the best. For one on one radio interviews, just mm. listen. Well, the to Bible does tell us to be swift well, to hear and slow to speak. So well, he, good advice. he had he had the formula down. One of the great questions in radio is you ask the guest why, right? Why? Right. And you let the guest right let them explain. Ray King got paid like a uh, seventy five dollars a word <laughs> <laughs> um, if you if you broke it down yes. for his interviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, uh, we have got a lot to talk about yes, today. Uh, we've got, uh, listen, at the bottom of the hour, we're going to have a gentleman on, a guest. Jerry Cox will be on, founder and president of the Family Family Council of Arkansas. Doing a lot of great work uh, on the pro-family issues in the uh, natural state. We're going to talk to him. He's going to be in studio with us. Uh, Steve Jordahl will be with us next half hour, as he al- always is, normally is. Dan Celia will be on as well. We're going to talk to him about what is causing these uh, what do you call them? Supply chain breakdowns. Mm-hmm. Mm. Went in. Uh, my wife went in. Uh, Daughter general last night on the way home from dinner. She said, "You can. You need to go in there." I said, "What are you talking about?" No, you need to go in there. I didn't go in there because I said I'll do it tomorrow. I was ready to go home, but she said the shelves are wiped out. Wow. Uh, and the people in there, the employees are going. We don't know when we're going to get a truck that has so and so so and so. Now I'm exaggerating a little bit. They weren't completely wiped out, but I mean it was noticeable. You go in and you go big, you know, big uh shelves mm-hmm. left un, un uh, re- unstocked. Right. But do you know that uh Joe Biden's transportation secretary, Mr. Buttigieg, says those bare shelves mm-hmm. represent the success of Joe Biden's economic He's plan. not making it up. Now that's a, that, that's the king of spin right there. Now, <laughs> that's uh, what somebody from I got to give it to Buttigieg. What is it? How do you pronounce Buttigieg. it? Buttigieg. Should we play that clip? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, just to show you that uh, Fred is not telling a Canadian joke. Okay. Canadians are so not making what jokes. What we're about to hear is uh, the uh, Secretary of Transportation. 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 Mm-hmm. Pete Mayor. The Mayor. mayor Pete. The Mayor of uh, South Bend, Indiana. South Bend, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Who is now? is now right Secretary okay well, this is his explanation okay go look uh part of what's happening isn't just the supply side it's the demand side demand is off the charts retail sales are through the roof and if you think about those images of uh ships for example waiting at anchor on the west coast you know every one of those ships uh is full of record amounts of goods that americans are buying uh, because demand is up because income is up uh, because the president has successfully guided this economy out of the teeth of a terrifying recession now that is a cabinet member of these united <laughs> states of america oh, making $221,400 a year <sighs> that and about to benefit mm. from a documentary on him and his uh, relationship uh, with their adopted children Oh man! So the economy's soaring, yeah, and that's the reason we can't find toothpaste or whatever it is. The case may be. I, I'm sorry. The way the economy it's the economy was cooking under Donald Trump. Yes, it, it was. was cooking. Yes, you didn't have the ships waiting for weeks right. offshore there right. in California to get in because you didn't have the kind of labor shortage that has been generated because Joe Biden has been paying people to stay home. Yes. That's right. You 
uh nail meat hammer with fred right there uh that's that's exactly right but, but one pete, more thing one more thing yeah pete Buttigieg. uh he didn't take credit himself for the wonderful success of this economy because yeah. he's been off mm -hmm. for the last two months he hasn't been working on paternity leave i'm i don't Is know it paternity this. or maternity it's paternity have they, have in they his figured case. it out it was paternity in his case um What's interesting is I, I think Buttigieg only even did that interview, which, by the way, the audio was from CNN State of the Union program with Jake Tapper over the weekend. I think Buttigieg only made the appearance because there was such an outcry last week when people found out the guy hasn't been at work since August. Since August? Yeah, took off in mid-August. Why? Uh, his, uh, he and his spouse, which is a man, uh, adopted a couple of kids, and so they've been home with the kids. Two children? Two children. A boy and a girl. Hmm. Um, okay, so this is the same boot, um, jag. Mm -hmm. Did I get Buttigieg. that right? Boot edge edge. Good night. It's what I'm here for. I'm just going to go with letters. Kamala, Buttigieg, Julian I did, I, I Castro. Did, you get into three and four syllables on a name yeah. like that, I'll, I'll mess it up every time. Yeah, Steve Jordahl. So, uh, uh, so Mayor, Mayor, Mayor Pete, who is now Secretary of Transportation, mm -hmm. he's he's the same guy. If you remember, this is about six months ago or mm -hmm. so, maybe longer. He uh, he He had a car <clears throat> or a van. <laughs> carry his bicycle to within a block or two mm -hmm. of the white house. Uh -huh. Then he got and then he unloaded, put his helmet on his little Pee Wee Herman helmet. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> huh? Yeah. I'm, I don't ride a bike cause I ain't wearing that helmet. <laughs> you can't look, huh? Tell me who doesn't look goofy in that helmet. Anyway, especially mayor Pete. Yeah. So he gets out of the, uh, gets out of the uh, uh the van mm -hmm. gets on his his 10 speed and rides to the white house yeah mm. as if he's ridden for miles and miles to show that he the secretary of transportation is a green energy guy and is not using oil mm -hmm. uh, -huh. uh you know what i'm saying not using uh petro yeah to to damage the planet he was a fraud it was a complete setup uh, like like so much of the Biden administration, quite frankly, yes. it's all show. Mm -hmm. uh, like Biden walking through the restaurant last night, two nights ago, with no mask on in D.C. Mm -hmm. while he's violating the law. Yep, that he says he, you know, you got to wear a mask on federal property and all this stuff, and he can't even wear a mask in a restaurant. You know, Jen Psaki was asked about that yesterday. Was she now? Yes. What uh, did Jen Psaki say, Fred? Jen Psaki said, "Well, we all have our moments." when we, you know, forget to put the mask on momentarily. Mm, I don't but care. What All that matters, though, is the no. big picture here, folks. So don't criticize the president. No, no, the virus spread. While Biden was walking without his mask on, the virus was spreading, and he and is not a, la a lapse in, in uh, memory uh, or judgment about that as a free leader of the world. He's not going to cut it. Yeah. But Democrats are allowed to do that. Did she? Do we got her? Do we have her quote on? I here? don't have the audio. No, sir. No. She said. She said. She. Uh, um, you know what? <laughs> I, I'm. I'm being a little bit facetious here. I agree with her. Mm -hmm. uh, that we. Uh, I don't wear a mask, by the no. way. No. But <clears throat> they don't work. Nope. Okay. They just. They don't stop the spread of the COVID virus. All right. No. Now, that's my opinion. I think I've been proven. 
If you look at the statistics on people who wear a mask and people who don't, I'm talking about sections of the country, there's no difference in the spread of the virus. Mm-hmm. Now, however, I agree with her that uh, that we all, if you wear a mask, and I, ha- I have worn masks before. You have to wear them on the airplane mm-hmm. um, unless you eat and drink for two hours like I do. Yes. But anyway. Oh, eat, taste and see that the Lord is good. Eat, eat very slowly. Eat, you, can eat, you, can eat, you can eat 12 almonds Chew in an hour 2,600 times before you swallow. Yeah. Uh, but, okay, so li- listen. But but what should, what uh, th- that wouldn't be a problem. If the guy, I'm going to keep up with the guy walking out of the restaurant without his mask on, even though he's supposed to have it on. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to have it on according to the laws of the, of the uh, District of Columbia. And to set an example for the rest of us, right? Leader mm-hmm. of the free world. Yep. Okay, so the guy forgets and doesn't put it on or doesn't want to mm-hmm. put it on and maybe doesn't think a, a camera's on him, although he's the president of the United States. However, I would be willing to give the guy a break if they weren't always preaching to us. Yes. Huh? Yeah. Jen Psaki and, and him. Mm-hmm. Jen Psaki should be wearing a mask. Right. Right? Late, yep. late last year. And early, really through the spring and early summer of this year, this man, Joe Biden, told people that the most patriotic thing they could do was to wear a mask. Yep. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Mm-hmm. The, 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 this White House and Biden, and they're always preaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, got to get shots, vaccines, got to get, uh, got to wear the mask, got to keep, keep everybody safe. Yep. Right? That's what they're always preaching. And then they don't practice what they preach. That's right. Because they really don't believe what they're Well, preaching. that's exactly right. Uh, the mayor, all these mayors. Yeah, like mayors. for Chicago the other day, big, I don't know, it was a baseball or football game she was at. Sporting event. Surrounded by people with no mask. She had no mask. No, yeah, the, the mayor of San Francisco, uh, uh, African-American lady, mm-hmm. well, I forgot her Lord name. Lori Lightfoot. No, that's Chicago. That's, that's Chicago. Oh, yeah, she's the mayor of both. She's the mayor of both? <laughs> Give it time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it was the mayor of San Francisco. Oh, London Breed. Mm-hmm. That's her London name. Bridge? London Bridge? London Breed. <laughs> oh, London Breed. Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought you said London Bridge. I thought, what a name for a mayor. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the mayor of San Francisco, mm-hmm. she she uses this everybody's got to wear a mask mandate. Even mm-hmm. those that are vaccinated. And she's shown out at a party yep. at a nightclub, mm-hmm. no mask on. Mm-hmm. And, and and this is a couple three weeks ago. Basically, she says, "Look, uh, I have to have some. I have to have some. Uh, let my hair town time. Don't bother me with this, okay? I mean, it's really like this is. Could you, could you be more openly? I know hypocritical than Nancy this. Pelosi had to get her hair done. Now, yeah. I don't want any mask. Yeah, open that. In fact, open that store. Let me yeah. in. I got to get my hair done. I don't. She claimed it was a setup." When people show the video, I, well, I would say this: these liberal politicians who preach the mask, they don't believe it. That's right. The it's video, like it's like uh, Rochelle Talib, mm-hmm. the congresswoman, Rashida Tlaib. huh? Rashida, Rashida Talib from uh, the Talib, the mm-hmm. congresswoman, the squad member from Michigan. Yeah, yes, she was caught the uh, week ago mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. Yeah. without her mask mm-hmm. on. No, now, no, she put it on and then she took it off in public in Michigan. She's supposed to have it on. And she sa- she says to the person who's uh, she greets, "I'm only putting this mask on because there's a Republican tracker following me." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and everybody she- laughs. She says that. Yes. Huh. Right. Uh, AOC. Yeah. On the on the steps of the White House Capitol. Remember that about mm-hmm. two months ago. Yep. 
Oh, for and sure. she's out there, and uh, she said she puts her mask on for her TV interview, then she takes it off. Yeah. Yep, all for so, sure. So they don't, they don't believe it. No, they don't believe it. No. Uh, they only well, politicians have been wearing masks for years. But yes, hey Chris, that was pretty good right there. <laughs> all right, all you're right. Listening, uh, listen, if you want to watch this show, and we don't have a mask on, no. I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna warn you. Uh, I have a mask for radio. As some would say, <laughs> you need to put one on. Yeah. But uh, you can go to Facebook or YouTube, Facebook or YouTube, and type in Today's Issues. Today's Issues, Facebook or YouTube. Um, you're listening to the radio program, Today's Issues on American Family Radio. Should you want to send us an email, comment todayfr.net, comment todayfr.net. Remember, the face mask uh, work only to your table. And then while you're at your table, the COVID stops. Mm-hmm. Such a smart virus. And then you get up from your table, COVID yep. begins again. Yep. Remember that. Go ahead, Chris. Well, uh, if you visit our website right now, which is AFN.net, you will see a breaking news tab at the top that involves the U.S. missionaries that were uh, kidnapped over the weekend in the nation of Haiti. This is that group of, uh, I think, 16 Americans and one Canadian that were visiting an orphanage over the weekend as part of a mission trip there in Haiti, and they were kidnapped. Uh, details have come out that the uh, group or gang that kidnapped these ministry or missionaries is uh, notorious. Uh, they've done this kind of thing before. And today's update on the story, we have it as a breaking news story at AFN.net, you'll see that they're demanding $17 million for these missionaries. That's $1 million per person. And, guys, some of these uh, people that were abducted are children, as young as 8 months, 3, 6, 14, and 15 years old. Now, uh, Jen Psaki at the White House yesterday did respond to this, saying what, the FBI is involved? The FBI is assisting, yes. I'm assuming Canada is involved somehow. Why? Because one of the people is Canadian. Is Canadian. Yes, sir. Okay. But what what missionary uh, sending agency is this? They're out of Ohio. Uh, it's Christian Aid Ministries. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are an Anabaptist group associated with uh, the Amish. Uh, that that group, uh, Anabaptists, are called Amish. Have missionaries, mm-hmm. and they're they're an Anabaptist group uh, out of Ohio. Is that what is that what an Amish is called, an Anabaptist? Well, there are various groups under the Anabaptist title. Anabaptist just means baptize again. It started hundreds of years ago. When I've they, heard that they did not accept with... infant baptism, and so they baptized after people accepted Christ as their Savior. Okay, and so they they were called baptizers again or Anabaptists. So, are you saying that's a this is a branch of uh, the Amish? Uh, well, it's a brand, it's uh, Amish fall under that, and there are a couple of other groups also that fall okay. under that. I, not to belabor the point, but this isn't an Amish missionary group. No, gotcha. not necessarily. I don't know why I got confused about that. Did you yeah. intentionally try to confuse me there, Fred? <laughs> I, I try not to. Make me look bad? You gotta, no, no. You gotta watch out for those Canadians. I can make myself look bad all I'm on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, ahead. I do have, I, I reached out to um, this uh, organization yesterday, when you call Christian Aid Ministries, it says, for information on the missionaries, press 1. And so I got a little bit of a message. We played some of this on the radio yesterday in one of our newscasts. Uh, what you're going to hear is a portion of the uh, recorded message, clip 4. We request urgent prayer for the group of Christian Aid Ministries workers who were abducted while on a trip to visit an orphanage on Saturday, October 16. We are seeking God's direction for a resolution. 
and authorities are seeking ways to help. The group of 16 U.S. citizens and one Canadian citizen includes five men, seven women, and five children. Join us in praying for those who are being held hostage, the kidnappers, and the families, friends, and churches of those affected. Pray for those who are seeking God's direction and making decisions regarding this matter. As an organization, we commit this situation to God and trust Him to see us through. So they stop that. I'm sorry. So they were. They were. So these people were 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 traveling. They weren't permanent missionaries. No, visiting. They were just visiting. Wow. Okay. So uh, 17 million is the is the ransom figure that's been. uh, You know. This group, uh, just uh, so you're aware, in Haiti, it's it's horrible. But there have been 328 kidnappings there in Haiti so far this year. Uh, it's a very dangerous place. Mm-hmm. And a lot of missionary organizations. I'm kind of surprised that, that they're going. That, that they know. went over there under these yeah. conditions because oh, it's it's uh, the wild, wild west over yeah. there in Haiti right now. You it know, is. it was already the poorest country in the. Uh, Western Hemisphere. Western Hemisphere. Then now you add the that earthquake, mm-hmm. and then you add the uh, assassination of the president. I just can't believe that people would go over there in the in the middle of that, but they did. Yeah. And and uh, we'll see. We we do need to pray for that whole situation because uh, can you imagine being back home here in the U.S. and then mm-hmm. uh, you know having your loved ones abducted and you said these are even children yeah i actually uh, i talked about this with fred prior to the show but i was listening to a talk show yesterday as i was driving into work and one of the people on this show uh, is a christian and uh, she adopted a couple of kids from haiti and she talked about how they've wanted to take their kids back there just to kind of you know show them this is where you're from this is who you are that kind of thing and she said you know sadly we've not been able to do that because there is such a fear um of you know people not wanting to get kidnapped there and she went on to tell the story about how you know people don't go to haiti now because they know that there are people that are on the lookout for foreigners and they'll try to kidnap them and then demand you know exorbitant amounts of money uh in this case 17 million dollars for these missionaries in hopes of getting tens of thousands of dollars maybe uh as a possible exchange hey i don't know if this is breaking news or not i saw it on drudge but it says southwest airlines Drops a plan to put unvaccinated staff on unpaid leave starting in December. Okay. Yeah. You know, I, I just think these vaccine mandates and you're going to get fired unless you, this, this is not going to go. No. It's not going to fly. It's so unnecessary. It is. Absolutely unnecessary. Listen, listen, if, if this were an urgent crisis, you wouldn't wait till December 8th Mm -hmm. to say you got to be vaxxed by December 8th. No, you'd say you got to be vaxxed Mm -hmm. by Monday. Yes. Okay. This is why I know that they're not. A lot of these people aren't serious about this. This is only about control. Right. Correct. This is only about control. And I think for a lot of these corporations, it's only about uh, 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 what do you call it when you uh, virtue signal? Mm-hmm. Virtue signal. It's it's uh, hey, we don't want to be called a company that doesn't care about COVID, so we're gonna we're gonna make a public announcement that all our uh, employees must be. Right. Well, it's kind of blackmail too, Tim, because it's the federal government. These airlines have contracts with the federal government. Well, that's true. That's that's what's going on here. The Biden administration is blackmailing people. 
Well, Southwest Airlines, so they're they're saying no, we're scrapping that. This is according to CNBC. So that Delta never agreed to it. Mm-hmm. Delta never said they're going to force their employees to get the COVID shot. Now they did. I think there was like a two hundred dollar a month penalty mm-hmm. if you didn't, mm-hmm. but they didn't force them to. And the CEO of Delta said we're not going to do that. And now Southwest has backed off. And uh, hey, if you're going to lose twenty percent of your uh, employees or longer, you're going to go out of business. Right. right. We'll be back in, in a minute. Stay with us. In his image, delighting in God's plan for gender and sexuality. I loved it. I loved how biblically sound it was, all the scripture to back it up. The testimonies, very powerful. If it's a prodigal child that has just run away, or one that's caught up in same-sex attraction, there's hope in Jesus. In His Image is now available on DVD and can be purchased in bulk to pass out to friends and family. Order today by visiting afastore.net. You know, when Matthew 19, the the scripture records a Pharisee trying to test Jesus concerning marriage, and Jesus responded, Have you not read that he who created them from the beginning made them male and female? And for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. In the beginning, the first institution God created was the family. Marriage is the centerpiece of family. As a husband and father myself, let me tell you, (laughs) marriage is absolutely wonderful. And we want to encourage and educate people to embrace God's design as the fundamental building block for all of human civilization and to celebrate the lifelong union of one man and one woman as the objective institution that produces human flourishing. Tune in to By Design as we explore God's true purpose and design for marriage. Just visit the podcast page at AFR.net. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Starnes. Stand by for news and commentary next. No matter your career goals, you want to find a university that provides excellent academics and state-of-the-art facilities at a price you can afford. At Liberty University, they believe a quality Christian education should be available to everyone. That's why they've frozen their tuition rates through the 2021-2022 academic year and offer multiple scholarships, like the Middle America Scholarship, to bring that price point even lower. Learn more by texting STARNS to the number 49596. Tens of thousands of patriots are heading to the unemployment line, fired because they refused to get the China virus vaccine. As many as 70,000 medical professionals are facing termination in New York, hundreds more have already been fired in North Carolina and Missouri. United Airlines just announced as many as 600 workers have been given walking papers. It is a stunning move. Woke companies seem to believe they have a right to determine your health care decisions. When it comes to abortion, Democrats say, your body, your choice. But when it comes to the China virus, Democrats say, your body, our choice. Just remember, if you are faced with a vaccine decision, don't resign. Make them fire you. That way you have legal standing in a court of law. Be sure to download my daily podcast. I have exclusive interviews with Senator Marsha Blackburn, Mike Huckabee, and Dog the Bounty Hunter. Available right now at ToddStearns.com. Have no fear of them, nor be troubled, but in your hearts honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect, 
having a good conscience, so that when you are slandered, those who revow your good behavior in Christ may be put to shame. 1 Peter 3, 14 through 16. American Family Radio. This is today's issues. Email your comments to comments at AFR.net. Past broadcasts of today's issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. Now, back to more of today's issues. Hey, welcome back to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. Tim with Fred and Chris. Did we leave anything hanging there before the break? Were we? I don't believe so. No, we I cover. Think... What are we talking about at the end of the break there? The mandate, the Southwest. Southwest. Oh, yeah, 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 well, yeah. Just to re- repeat, uh, again, I don't, uh, I guess this is breaking news, uh, but uh, according to CNBC, Southwest Airlines drops plan to put unvaccinated staff on unpaid leave starting in December. Mm-hmm. And so, Fred, you said you think this is going to start trending where yes. these companies that have said they're going to do this are going to start backing off because I, COVID is on the decline, yes, right? Yes. And these companies can't afford to lose 20, 30% of their uh, staff. Well, I think one of the breaking points, too, is going to be these police departments, like in Chicago. Almost a third of the police officers in Chicago have said, we're not going to take the vaccination. And uh, Chicago cannot stand to lose a third of its police force. Plus, the vaccination is proving now the effectiveness of it has faded uh, to the point where now I'm reading about as many people in the hospital and dying I'm reading. Mm-hmm. This is anecdotal. This isn't scientific. Mm-hmm. And my personal knowledge, the people in the hospital are just as many vaccinated. You know what I'm saying? There was a report on Fox yesterday that in the state of Maryland, 40% of the COVID cases right now are people who are fully vaccinated. Right. So the vaccination may have been potent back in March, April, May, June, and now it's faded. And that's a statement of fact. That's why they're getting into boosters now. Yes. Now it's faded. So uh, so these companies are really having to say, okay, absent virtue signaling, which is why a lot of them are doing this, mm-hmm. we got to deal with the reality of losing 20%, 30% of our team here. Yes. What are we going to do to replace them? What are we going to do mm-hmm. if we lose them? And now we're forcing them out for what? For a vaccine that doesn't even work very well, mm-hmm. and furthermore, a vaccine—I put that in quotations—that's me, not Ed. Okay, Ed's <laughs> big technical definition of vaccine uh, is that you're telling me that this doesn't stop you from getting it or keep you from spreading it. That's, that's right. what I'm telling you, Tim. Mm-hmm. What that's does right. it do? It may keep you from having the most severe uh, symptoms. Yeah, it may. Uh, but it didn't for Colin Powell, no. right? The big problem Colin is, Powell is, passed the, away. is the mandates. The big right. problem is the mandates. Vaccine, we leave it up to people to talk to the doctors about it. Yeah. But, it, but the issue that we've been on is the mandates, is telling people we're going to fire you unless you take a shot. Uh, the military, that's just awful, giving them dishonorable discharge and causing them to lose their pensions. That's just, that is, 
That is horrible. It and is. that's Biden yes. doing that. Mm -hmm. that's 100% Biden. him. Now, is that going to be followed through? You have family in the military. That's what right. What are you hearing? Yes, well, uh, right now I'm familiar with a case where there is an exemption filed on religious basis uh, on the, because of the background of aborted baby parts being used in the development of some of these vaccines. And uh, so I'm a familiar with a case, a family member uh, who has an exemption going up through the chain. Uh, he has not heard back yet. <clears throat> but there are many like him. Actually, yesterday, I think there was a legal case launched. Uh, was it First Liberty? Yeah, First Liberty Institute, uh, which is a Texas-based law firm that uh, has cases in all kinds of places. Uh, they were on, uh, one of their attorneys, Mike Berry, was on Fox & Friends to talk about a lawsuit. Uh, apparently, some Navy SEALs are actually uh, part of a lawsuit against the administration's requirement for military service members mm. to get shots. Mm. All right, you're listening to Today's Issues on American Family Radio. Today's Issues is the name of this program. Uh, Jerry Cox is with us in studio now. He's founder and president of Family Council of Arkansas. And they do great pro-family, pro-life work in the uh, natural state. And he joins us now, driven over here to be with us today. Good morning, Jerry. Well, good morning, guys. Uh, Tim, thank you for having me on the program. And let me say how much I appreciate the just amazing work and ministry of American Family Association and American Family Radio. You guys are rock stars in our book and Thank so you, i'm honored to be here with you uh, tell us about your work there your organization what you guys do well we've been uh, working in arkansas in the public policy arena really since 1989 mm -hmm. i walked into the capitol for my first time to lobby and bill clinton was governor of arkansas wow that goes back it goes Man. back a ways and so i've seen a lot done a lot got the scars to prove it <laughs> I tell people, I tell people, I said, you may not be interested in politics, but believe me, politics is real interested in you. Mm -hmm. They want to tell you if you get a vaccination, if you wear a mask, they want to tell you if your kids go to school and where they go and what your taxes are going to be and all those things. And most of that, Tim, is at the state level. And I applaud the ministry of national groups. And I mean, we couldn't make it without the national groups. But, boy, we need boots on the ground at the That's state right. level yes. who can actually go inside the Capitol building every single day of the session and get those lawmakers by the lapel and pull them up close mm. and say, here's what we need to do. Mm. And that's what my staff and I have been doing for about 32 years. We have a team of five who go to the Capitol, and we're there every day during the legislative session. We know every member of the Arkansas General Assembly and I have counterparts around the country who do the same thing. And so it's a partnership, really, between the local and the national. What have you, uh, what have you, what have you, got, what have you guys been able to accomplish the last well, couple of years? Well, um, Arkansas has now been ranked as the most pro-life state in the nation. Americans United for Life issues rankings every year based on the legislation passed. And lots of states have done really good, amazing work. Mississippi, Louisiana, all over. But we were ranked this year as the most pro-life state. And so that was the fruit of really 30 years of our going out there working for good pro-life legislation. And we're watching the abortion numbers continue to go down in Arkansas, as they are across the country. And so, guys, I think you would agree. We are winning the pro-life battle in this nation. America is more pro-life now than we've been in the last 50 years, probably, 
And so hats off to all the people that have stood in the gap all these years and fought the good fight because it's paid off. Mm. I, I, I've told, we tell people, like you just mentioned, that, uh, you know, uh, not everybody, not everybody's called to be a United States House of Representatives member or a U.S. Senator. You can have a great impact as a state legislature. Oh, yes. I, I should say a state legislator mm-hmm. or a state senator mm-hmm. or a city councilman mm-hmm. or a school board member. I mean, like you're right. The more local, we need our, our, we need our troops there. Tim, it's the person with influence over those people that really has um, a lot to say. For example... You don't even have to be a state legislator, a state senator, or a city council member. If you can influence how they vote, Uh then you're good. I've never been elected to the legislature, but we get more good legislation passed than most people who are in the legislature because we're able to have influence. And um, I'm good with that. I'm totally good with yeah. that because that's the calling God has put on us yeah. is we're outside the doors, influencing the people inside the doors. Amen. Just to be clear, you said go up and grab them by the lapel, right? <laughs> Isn't that the Maxine Waters approach? Well, uh, you know. <laughs> Are you speaking uh, metaphorically? Figuratively speaking. Figuratively speaking. You know, get up close and say, right. you know, let me let have them a talk hear from with you. you. Yeah. Absolutely. But, Absolutely. <laughs> but you're not saying literally grab them by the lapel. No, I'm not show. saying that. Although I've you. seen it done. I have seen it done. <laughs> you have? <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, we're talking to Jerry Cox from Little Rock, Arkansas. That's where, you, that's where yes, your office is, right? we're in Little Rock. Because that's are. the capital mm-hmm. of the uh, natural state. He's founder and president of Family Council of Arkansas. How can folks get in touch with you, especially if they live in Arkansas? Well, just go to familycouncil.org online or just pick up the phone and give us a call at 501-375-7000 and we'll be glad to visit with you anytime. Uh, Why are you in Tupelo? You know, um, Tim, I I wanted to come down here and just say to you how much we appreciate your work, but also I want to be a better neighbor. I I want us to work together because the work that you do and the work that we do at the state level, it's all for God's glory and part of his kingdom work. And if I can be a better neighbor to you and help you in your work in any way, we want to do that because you guys have helped us all over the place. And so my staff and uh, at least part of my staff came with me today. We've enjoyed touring your new facility or what will be your new facility and just getting to know some good folks here. So, um, we're just glad to be down here to be a good neighbor. All right, brother. Thank you for coming. All right, yeah. Jerry. Thank uh, you. Jerry My Cox. pleasure. What, what's, the, what's the website again? Uh, FamilyCouncil.org. FamilyCouncil.org? Mm-hmm. Okay, not AR or anything like nope. that. Just Family We Council. got in early. You did. We got in early <laughs> to the website. It's All just right. That's good. FamilyCouncil.org. Okay. Uh, that's Jerry Cox. You're listening to Today's Issues on American Family Radio. Tim with Fred and Chris. Chris, what else you got? Well, let's uh, go back to, to use a Jin Psaki phrase, let's uh, circle back to these uh, mandates that uh, Americans in the private sector, federal government, what have you, uh, state employees uh, get shots as a condition of employment. Uh, there's a big sports story at the moment that involves the mandate. Uh, in recent, uh, well, yesterday, uh, Washington State football coach 
a Washington State football coach by the name of Nick Rolovich, and four of his assistants uh, were fired uh, for refusing a state mandate that all employees get the shot against COVID-19. This would make him the first major college coach to lose his job over the uh, vaccination status. Uh, It remains to be seen whether other uh, coaches are going to follow suit, but there are some professional athletes and presumably some coaches as well that are saying, I'm not getting a shot. wonder if they'll have to pay him. You know, I'm not sure. These college coaches have, uh, I'm talking about at the Division I level, they have uh, contracts Mm -hmm. where if they get fired, the university has to pay out the remainder of their contract anyway. Correct. Mm -hmm. Now, sometimes there is something called a morals clause that a – that allows the uh, university yes, not true. to have to pay some there, there are conditions that the university can fire the coach and not have to pay out yes that is correct um but i i don't know what the situation is that's so that was a state of washington yes he the washington state head football coach was fired along with four of his assistants yes. yesterday mm-hmm. in the middle of the season and uh they fire the guy because he doesn't get the covid shot correct and uh, I just, I, I, I guess the reason I asked, do they have to pay him? You're, ta- you're talking millions of dollars. I think the guy makes $3 million it a year. It does, yeah. Something like he that. Does. Or he so, did. So, I, I, just yeah, a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, do they allow people to watch the games, Washington State games? I'm not familiar with how that policy works. It is a stadium-by-stadium, school-by-school basis. That's, on a good, how, uh, that's a great question. That's a great question, Fred. So if some you, places do, some places don't. If you've got thousands of people oh, it's ridiculous. sitting in the stadium ridiculous. with no masks on, but you're going to fire the coach <laughs> yeah. who's it, down. It, that's what I said. It's virtue signaling. Well, that's all That's all this I, amounts to right. is is these, these, these woke uh, universities – Wanting to look, wanting to say, hey, we care more about people than you do, so we're going to fire our coach. We're going to fire our coach because he doesn't get the COVID shot, while we let hundred thousand people, well, 50, yeah, in most cases fifty thousand people an come here. into our stadium and watch the game. Hey, this is what happened when we were when I went to Omaha with Alice and my wife and I. We went to Omaha mm-hmm. in June. I told everybody about that. To watch my alma mater, Mississippi State, play in the college right. baseball college World Series. Correct. Mm-hmm. Well, while we were there, or, or right before we got there, North Carolina State University, mm-hmm. their team was playing. They had made it to like the final four. Correct. Of of the college World Series, and right before their game against Vanderbilt, it was Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. It was. They get told uh, that that like five or six of their players can't play because they tested positive for COVID, mm-hmm. even though they were vaccinated. Yeah. Okay. So they were disqualified for or they were either disqualified or they pulled out. I think they were disqualified from having a chance to play for the college world series championship. Mm-hmm. All the while 25,000 fans are packed in that stadium shoulder to shoulder. There's no testing. Mm-hmm. There's no mask mandate. And and there was no super it wasn't a super spreader. Right. So and yet these kids and they're they're uh from North Carolina State and their team get punished 
They shouldn't have even been testing them. Right. They shouldn't have even been testing them. This is how. This is what I'm saying. These colleges and universities. That's the problem. A lot of times, it's not. Well, in this case, it was the state of Washington saying any state employee, which would include the head football coach. That is correct. Washington State University had to have the jab. Yeah, it's just, it's just so insane. I was just thinking about you watch a football game. So in Washington State. I have an answer to your question. Okay. In Washington State, do the players have to practice social distancing? <laughs> no. no. When they line up with the other team? No. No. Like No. They slobber sick. knock. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Right. So they're not allowed to tackle. No, they're all over each other. It's it, that's what I'm saying is that uh, it's a contradictory uh, message out yeah. there sent by the elite know-it-alls to the little people, mm-hmm. and and it's not doing what they say. Fauci said that Dr. Fauci said that football season would be a super spreader. And then NBC did a fact check and realized. Hey, uh, Fauci wasn't correct here. Yeah. What, answer, what, 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 the question before us, and what is the answer that you Googled? Okay. The uh, The question was, what is the policy? I'm paraphrasing. Fred's question was, what is the policy for a fan to attend a Washington State University football game at that home stadium? According to an NBC story from September 29th, Washington State requires proof of COVID-19 vaccination or a negative test for fans at home football games. I don't believe that. I don't believe they do that. Well, there has been, um, I'm not making this up. There have been stories. There was an AP story yesterday that popped up. Uh, some people are um, making fake vaccination cards for people to get around these kinds of things. And so now there have been actual arrests and prosecutions hey, of people doing the fake they, vaccine They were cards. supposed to be doing this at LSU. They changed their policy recently. <laughs> I bet they did. Huh? You're not going to... You got to check a hundred thousand people coming into the state. Hey, show me your uh, COVID. Uh, what, they, what, they, what, what were they requiring? Uh, they were requiring a vaccine, a negative, negative or a test. negative test, yeah. right? And they changed that uh, back in uh, looks like October eighth, somewhere around there. Can, I don't, can we not just follow the science? Okay, we Fred. now know that people who are fully vaccinated can get the virus, can <laughs> spread the virus. So what? No is, different than anybody else. So what is the point? I'm looking at the picture from our our uh, website, American Family News, yesterday. This is an AP photo of this coach. Yeah. Who's the only person wearing a mask? Yeah. He is, and he's he, outside. He is outside. Everybody else around him is not wearing a mask. Now I don't care if they have the vaccination or not. He's only wearing a mask to. Uh, Let's follow the science. Yeah. But, it's uh. You don't need a mask outside, but he's only doing that so they'll hopefully get off his case. But And he filed yeah. for a religious exemption. We're talking about the head football coach for Washington State University, which is a member of the Pac-12. It is. It's a big school. Yeah, mm-hmm. this guy was hired away from Hawaii a couple of seasons ago when Mike Leach was hired to become the head football coach at Mississippi State University. Mm-hmm. Hey, does the SEC or Big Ten or Big Twelve do they have this policy? Uh, the SEC. Well, this is a, a government policy I'm from sure the governor true, yeah. of, of Washington. But, but but do other are other coaches in the United States also subject to forced vaccination? Um, I'm not sure to the answer to that question. I know the SEC pretty much strongly encouraged teams to get vaccinated. Everybody strongly, and I'm using air quotes. I'm talking um, about Ole Miss, for example, was fully vaccinated. A number of uh, institutions. I don't know the numbers for all 14. How long does fully vaccinate vaccination? How long is that definition going to go on since you're going to need boosters? Uh, well, it, you know the answer to that, Chris. I could ask Dr. Fauci, but the answer I'm going to get today is going to be different from what we're going to hear next Tuesday and then Friday after that. Okay, you know what I'm talking about? 
Does everybody know what I'm talking about? Yes. Raise your hand, class. Mm-hmm. We're talking about what is the definition of vaccine uh, vaccinated. Right. Because uh, since the vaccinations from the spring, which is when millions of Americans got this, uh, many of you listened to us, you got the shot back in the spring, and now now the effectiveness of it has worn off. Mm-hmm. So you're they're they're going to tell you you got to get a booster shot. Yep. Which, so so my question is, where is going to be the line where quote fully vaccinated is uh, the le- is the definition for your company that you work for or whoever? Is it going to be I got a shot in March of twenty twenty one? Or are they going to say, well, that's no, that's not effective anymore. You got to show that you got a booster right. in de- by December of 2021. I, I would say it's very possible, if not likely, depending on where you what, live. What's very work, likely? Uh, that they're going to tell you that booster is going to be required. Yes, sir. Well, and I think where it's headed, and I was listening to Jan Markell's program a couple of weekends ago, where this is headed, that's why a lot of people are very concerned about the idea of a vaccination passport. This would be a, a kind of a digital thing that you keep on your, on your cell phone, phone that uh, you're going to, your passport is going to be checked to see if you have the boosters. And if you don't, you don't get on the airplane. You don't get to go Quebec in Canada. You're going to have to have the vaccination passport to get yeah. in a restaurant. You, you can can't be, go to a Knicks game in New York City without You would be forbidden from doing anything correct. except crossing over the southern border. Basically, yes. Or, or yeah. Which we, you're going to go with nothing. We'll yeah. give you a free plane ride into parts unknown right, right, in the U.S. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I personally don't think that's ever going to happen. But I could be wrong. And I'm not saying it's something to be concerned about. But you start having a, a back, uh, what do you call them? What Vaccination you, passports. Mm-hmm. In America? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's already happening. And I mean, New York City requires it to go out to a restaurant, to go to a gym, to go yeah. to a sporting event. You have to show but that's New York City. It is. But, but what often happens in big cities or a state like California yeah. or New York ends up getting tried somewhere else. Yeah, God forbid. <laughs> what, what happens in New York City comes to the rest of America. Yeah. Uh, and, and watch out because part of this program, Jam Out Carl's program, Understanding the Times on the Weekend, yeah. in Australia... They're now considering these vaccination passports for people to go to church. Right. In other words, you don't go in the church building yeah. without having a passport. And I would Let me tell you something too. Mm-hmm. The the, uh, the, the the you if you go down that road, it is gonna it is gonna it's gonna be like the flu shot. It's gonna be annual or more, and they're gonna say uh, they're gonna then they're gonna start telling you what kind of quote vaccine you're gonna have to have. Mm-hmm. All for something. That has a ninety nine point what is it? Nine not some odd percent. Ninety nine point yes. eight recovery rate. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay? Yes. So we're being gaslighted, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. to a large extent. By gaslighting, that means we're being uh we're being told to believe things that aren't true and if you question them then you're you're t- you're told that you're against science. Yeah. Well, or you're an, you're an anti vaxxer. Tim, this all goes back to what you've said a number of times, even today. This is about control. Yes, it is. And you better be aware of this, folks. This is about controlling your life, the government controlling your life. What you can do, where you can go, where you can go to buy Can you go to church? Can you go to church? Can you go to church? And and, and if you go to church, can you sing? You think I'm crazy? (laughs) You think I'm lying about this? In California, they had a law, a mandate by the governor Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. who said you can't sing at church. Yep. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how long that lasted. I don't know how many people obeyed it. But the idea that the governor of California thinks he can mandate uh, whether whether hymns are sung at church or not, the very idea yeah. is uh, if you if, – if you, now, there are churches in California who fought this and yes. won in yes. court. Mm-hmm. But you're right. You're right that I'm right, Fred. That uh, this is going. This is a convenient way for liberal uh, quote progressives to gain more control over people's lives, so that they can, and so they use this particular reason that mm-hmm. is COVID, but it sets a precedent for what you can do in the future. Right. Absolutely. If you do not check this now, you are allowing a future leader to say, you know what, there's too many people that are overweight in this country. Everybody that works in the private sector is going to drop 20 pounds. I tell you, even Or you pe- got to turn your lights off to save the climate. Yes, because here's what's going to happen. You're exactly right, Chris. How, 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 how much of a stretch would it be if you allow for COVID passports to control people's lives in America? How big of a stretch is it to say, we want to see your uh, carbon, your your carbon footprint mm-hmm. uh, okay. passport. Absolutely. In other words, Wildman, you filled up your automobile two times already this month. You can't do a third. That's right. Or, or you know, you're going to have to shut down your air conditioner mm-hmm. for the rest of the summer because we've measured that you've, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And yep. and uh, so those kinds of things are on the horizon should we allow people to be uh, controlled over the COVID yeah. situation. Yeah. Uh, and by controlled, I mean to the point of, of losing their jobs, their livelihoods. Mm-hmm. In the case of the military, I mentioned this many times, it's shameful what mm-hmm. Biden is doing to the military, mm-hmm. telling them they got to get the COVID shot. And he always brings up the military in every speech. God bless our troops. Well, God bless our troops that I'm that I'm making that, uh, lose their pensions. Mm-hmm. Yes. Huh? All right, we'll be back momentarily with more of today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.